This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, New Zealand Riding for the Disabled Association is a not-for-profit organisation providing opportunities for anyone with a disability to enjoy safe, healthy, stimulating, therapeutic horse riding and horse-related activities in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Here to tell us more about uh, riding for the disabled in this part of the country is Katie Ferguson. Thanks for joining us, Katie. Good to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's great. Katie, I see you're associated with uh, with uh, several roles. Vice President, uh, Operations Manager, uh, Head Coach. Is, is, sounds like a busy time for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, things got to get done, so some of us pick up multiple roles in order to sort of make ends meet. That's great. Right for the disabled uh, Dunedin's one of 55 similar groups uh, around the country how would you describe what the group's aims are our aims are to facilitate sort of independence, uh, to increase communication and confidence in the riders that we see. Uh, we see almost, I suppose, just shy of 50 riders a week. Um, and our aims are very specific to each rider. So we don't necessarily have um, an overarching goal beyond perhaps what you've already stated. But we work with each individual rider to help them achieve their individual short and long term goals. Whereabouts are you located and what kind of facilities do you have here in Dunedin? So we're located in Fairfield, just on Flower Street, just off the main road. Um, And we have five acres there uh, that are owned by us. And we have great facility. We have a really large um, outdoor riding arena and we've got a big grass arena as well. And we're also hoping to add to that next year as well, just so that we can um, help a few more riders with increase in facility. What about horses? Yeah, so we've just um, purchased another horse and her name was Connie and that made eight so we currently have eight horses which uh, we only had five heading into the winter last year so we've increased uh, by quite a few this year which we hope means we can see quite a few more riders this um, next term term four. Now you're completely volunteer run and managed? Yep absolutely. That would make for something of a challenge each and every year in terms of your financial situation. How do you go about keeping yourselves afloat there? Well we are very fortunate that we have a number of um, you know grant bodies and uh, supporters around that help us um, in not only making uh, ends meet with the horses but also improving the facility um, and keeping myself and our other uh, coach taking along so we are very fortunate in that sense but we do work hard to get those funds and um, we have all number of sort of small fundraisers we do um, we just had a quiz night that was over in Fairfield that was organized by one of the churches um, and so there's the small things that happen I think that help but then there's the bigger grants that of course make a big difference. You're part of a national organisation. How much engagement do you have with that wider group? Uh, So the head office is very supportive in anything that we need, but we don't have a lot of direct contact with them or direct dealings with them. Uh, They are um, sort of a body that is able to oversee the runnings and the operations of the program, but we are all very independently run. So uh, what our organization looks like on a day-to-day basis would be, uh, I'm assuming, quite different than perhaps Timaru or Amaru. And and so it's very unique each place. But um, again, we do have the head office there to support us. If we have questions, or um, policy-orientated things and health and safety and, and those sorts of things. How do riders come to you in the first instance? And then how do you decide what's going to be appropriate for the way they engage with your organisation? Yeah, sure. So they come to us in a number of ways. Um, 
a lot of the uh, disability services around Dunedin will uh, sort of refer people on to us. Also doctors, um, occupational therapists, physios, those sorts uh, will refer people to us. But a lot of people find out about us on Facebook or on our website as well. They might have a, a son or a daughter or a family member um, that they want to enroll in, so they can do that all online. Uh, once we receive that registration, then we make contact with the uh, parent or guardian or caregiver, and we meet down and we have an assessment and we look at what things um, perhaps might be suitable as short-term goals and long-term goals. We might involve an occupational therapist or a physiotherapist or something. Um, and we make those goals and we work with them on a week-to-week basis and um, you know track our improvements and, and adjust accordingly. So it's quite a team effort. It's not just one person that's making uh, the decision. It, it involves quite a few people. Um, you know, A specific horse might be needed for the specific goal of that rider. Um, and all of that just gets reevaluated as as the rider continues. And um, some of our riders have been riding for maybe six or seven years. Uh, so their goals are constantly changing. Their needs are constantly changing. And so um, as a team, we, we look at that and decide, you know, what's appropriate and how to move forward. Your riders, do they come from a range of disabilities in terms of intellectual and physical disability? Yeah, huge. We've got quite a range. Um, lots of physical um, in terms of rehabilitation, but also... Um, you know, mental and emotional support as well. So it's very broad. It's very um, open. Uh, if if horseback riding or horse um, involvement can be seen as a therapeutic experience for you, then um, then you know you fit into our program and you have something to benefit from that. And that's really what we're about. Well, tell us a little bit about that. You've you've obviously worked with a number of riders. What kinds of things do you see? this achievement for for people in their lives? The biggest and probably most consistent outcome is confidence. Uh, That comes from the bond with the horse. It comes from getting out and about and being part of something. I think um, belonging and being part um, of some activity is really, really huge for people, not just kids but adults as well. Um, And oftentimes people with disabilities aren't able to do that. Uh, So we provide a space where they're able to belong and so therefore confidence and sort of um, self-assurance becomes a big thing. But also communication is a really big thing as well. I think oftentimes, um, well, we often catch the riders having quite a conversation with a horse. Um, They feel comfortable doing that. And words, horse words, horse-related words, become part of their vocabulary and the parents and guardians relay that to us that they often hear them talking about the horse which is great um so communication and confidence and also independence because it's something that they can do um with our volunteers and with our staff so they're not dependent on perhaps their day-to-day caregivers their parents their guardians so it gives them a sense of leaving that coming and being part of something different on their own doing it independently and working towards even riding independently without the volunteers and the the, um, coaches as well and this is it's not just about riding, is it? It's also about the care of the animals as well? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's about the brushing and the, the getting them ready and saying hello and giving them a carrot and having there be that horse there every week for you to see and to catch up with and spend time with. So while riding has its, um, its specific...
specific benefits, um, also spending time with the horses and being part of that is uh, has its own benefits as well. So we have to balance that. And again, it depends on uh, the rider, you know, how much uh, time they want to spend with the horse on the ground, brushing and um, petting and those sorts of things versus riding. So some of our riders don't even ride. Mm. Um, some of them just come to brush and to lead because they don't feel very comfortable riding yet. Um, and they may never. Um, but the important thing is is that they really enjoy coming every week and spending time with that horse and they've established that bond. And that's absolutely fine. That is um, That falls within our uh, sort of understanding of what makes a therapeutic um, horse experience. So we are, we're more than happy with that. You have one-on-one opportunities as well as group opportunities? Yes, so we do private sessions as well, and those go all year round. Um, and then our group sessions, which see about two to four riders at a time, run uh, terms four and terms one when the weather's a little bit better. Mm. Any opportunities for competition? Yep, definitely. So we are very excited that we're running four horse shows this upcoming year, and they're all going to be themed. We're going to run a Halloween show, a Christmas show, a Valentine's Day show, and an Easter show. At each of our shows, we are going to have specific classes for some of our disabled riders. We will invite disabled riders from um, local RDAs as well, so from the Otago and uh, Wakawaiti and Paukluta and those sorts. And we really hope that um, you know quite a few of them will come. We know logistically it is often very difficult, um, but we are really excited to have that opportunity and, and hopefully get our riders um, doing a bit of competitions. We did attend a show um, with some of our riders, some of our disabled riders in Palmerston last year and that was really great the kids really enjoyed going out and being part of the atmosphere and um, you know getting their ribbons and that sort of thing so it's a great reward um, you know throughout the season to get that experience is this only available for children no absolutely not we've got um, quite a spread I would say maybe 60% of our riders are under the age of 18 but 40% of our riders would be over the age of 18 I'm going right up to I think our oldest rider is about 74 Wow, and some of them being with you for a number of years? Yes, definitely. I think our longest has been with us about 10 years. Right. So, yeah. Now, as I mentioned, you're a not-for-profit organisation, um, and it sounds like you're doing wonderful work. What's the best way that the community can support what you're doing? Definitely. So if you go onto our website under our um, sort of volunteer with us, if you're wanting to help us in terms of your hours and your time, that's the way to do it. There's an online registration form there for um, people that are wanting to get involved uh, and they can pick a number of different projects. It doesn't even just have to be working with the horses or working with the kids. If you want to help us with building projects, gardening, fundraising, grant writing, I mean, there is a number of things to be done. It never ends. So um, there's opportunities for everybody. Um, But if it's in the form of sort of monetary support as well the details are on our website on our contact page as to how you can uh, make donations and support us we will be starting our gingerbread horse fundraising um, starting in august so just around the corner Uh, we will be selling those at a couple of local bakeries here in dunedin gingerbread horses yeah gingerbread horses it's part of a national campaign all of the um, riding for the disabled branches participate and so we have bakers that sign up to bake a bunch of cookies for us our kids decorate them package them up and we sell them and we get to keep the profits from them so it's quite a great well, you campaign you can bring some of those to Otago Access Radio I'll be up for that <laughs> they're quite addictive so you might regret saying that <laughs> Katie Ferguson from Riding for the Disabled Dunedin thanks so much for joining us on the awesome morning show this morning thank you very much for having me this program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air